Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. My name is Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows. Uh, I'm Nathan, and I also have social media. You could either catch me outside or catch me on Instagram at NoClutchNate and my toy photography page, Clutch Figures. And we have our first guest. Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> you can find me on uh, my own podcast, Stellar Dynamics, where I talk about Rush with my roommate. And you can find me on Twitter at Cygnus Impaler. Cygnus spelled like the black hole. Ooh. The ride of Wet and Wild, not the black hole actual one. What is that? The Cygnus? <clears throat> black, yeah, Cygnus. C-Y-G-N-U-S. All right, cool. It's the nearest black hole to our system. Is that what that is? Well, they just took it out of Wet and Wild, so. We got to find a new one. It's my butthole. <laughs> That's the nearest black hole. <laughs> Uh, cool. So yeah, this week is going to be our, I was like, how do you segue back into DC Minute? Um, so yeah, this is, this week is our first guest ever on Man of Steel. And, uh, we're going to be kicking off minutes 11 through 15 with Mike on board. And minute 11 starts with, uh, Jor-El placing Cal into his Codex crib that we talked about the last minute. And it ends with Jor and Lara, uh, Starting to back away from Cal's crib. And that's how it ends. Very descriptive. Yes. But in between all that, there's a Superman penis. Super <laughs> yes, penis. Yes, this is, is where they it. also have the Superman penis. First first, uh, Superman first penis. First appearance. It's canon, mm-hmm. right? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Nice. <laughs> so it's a good uh, minute here we got for Mike. I'm excited. I know, right? I knew as I, he got this minute, I was like, that's a good minute for oh, him. He's going to love it. <laughs> he's going to love this minute. Um, so yeah, this is Jor and Lara, uh, saying their last goodbyes to Cal mm-hmm. before, um, they never see him again and we won't go too forward in time. Um, but something that really interesting that happens here and something I feel like doesn't really get explained really at all is what happens with the Codex and Cal L and jor he goes to his like little liquid geo computer. He starts typing in things. You see some spears uh, like pop up and like they're all connected and they're all doing some weird cool animation. Kind of like molecules and yeah. Such. And then the codex like dissipates and then like like down. Is it going into, into him or coming out of him? It's going into him. It's like it's, oh. it's, it's, it's like kind of like taking all the information of the growth codex and kind of zapping it with some sort of yeah. Kryptonian technology and just blasting it right into his little baby cells and the baby bones, obviously. Baby cells. And so the codex, yeah. it, it, like it holds all the like genetic properties of Kryptonians Everything. and like all their like <clears throat> it's like their entire. Gene. Is it so he can start a new Krypton? With hope. That's what the, the whole best intentions things that, we, that we've that we been talking about in the previous minutes. So, how do you start a civilization with a rock? Well, well it's a skull. <laughs> so It's a skull that dissipates into uh, baby cells. So, uh, how do you start a civilization with baby cells? Wait for those baby cells to grow into a big boy. And then that big boy just starts saving the planet. So, you know, yeah, it's so not I, really a civilization. Like... It's more of just a, uh, a uh, we're sending Krypton's, you know, last with this child. And uh, hopefully he can kind of just not start a new civilization because that's what Zod was, you know, trying to attempt. But um, but pretty much just kind of inform 
uh, I guess, Earth itself and the humans and, uh, and, and bridge, you know, the two species together. Cause okay. That, that hasn't happened before. So uh, the theory that me and Nate were talking about um, a couple minutes before was, mm-hmm. so it's a skull that has like all this um, like magnificent properties to it. And we figured that maybe the skull belonged to maybe uh, like maybe a celestial being that had like, for lack of a better term, superpowers or something. And it kind of paved a way for the the Kryptonians to become these like super beings. Yeah, or like just super advanced, and or just super. It's yeah, just... it's in the name. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um. So they take. The codex they download it into Kal-El, and I feel like they're basically turning their kid into um, a demigod. Kind yeah, of? essentially. I, I mean, like... they knew he was so, going to be stronger. <clears throat> they knew he was going to to be. So Kryptonians are already pretty strong, and they're already they can already fly. Not on Krypton because of the gravity. No, because their abilities are dampened by their harsh environment and the they're red sun. They're slightly more advanced than humans. And the yellow sun helps him. Yeah, correct? because it's like younger. Yeah, than, okay, than so everything. so he's already born that way and then this whole he, this whole zapping thing happens and he becomes even it heightens it even further. It's like spider senses up. No? Yeah. Uh, mm, the codex and the yellow sun <clears throat> is a is a combination of, as to why Superman is Superman when he reaches Earth. Okay. Um, so, here on Krypton, even though they're more advanced than humans, they're not like superpowered beings. Um, at this point in time, all the Kryptonians are basically just um, clones because they're like birthed in like a genetic birthing chamber, as we talked about. Um, so, they're not really unique as a person. They, they're given roles. Yeah, they're, and, it's, uh, it's like uh, a Brave destinies. New World cast yeah. system. So they're told they, whether to be um, <clears throat> like workers or soldiers or scientists or like politicians. They're basically given that role, and so it's like uh, really advanced, like ant colony, basically. <laughs> um, he doesn't want that for Kal-El, so he yeah. takes the Codex. It has all the best properties of all of Krypton. Downloads it into his son, and then sends his son to a yellow sun planet so that mixed with the the youngness of the sun um that's what makes him and the amount of time that he spent on earth you know 33 Mm. years whatever it gave him all that time to to give him even greater abilities than like if like how later in the film when the other kryptonians come to earth sorry but you know they superman's able to beat them because of his long and prolonged exposure to the younger sun um but yeah, it's um, it's kind of like have you ever heard him been described as as the last son of Krypton? Have I ever been described that way? Yeah. <laughs> as Cal actually. being My described as the last son. Yes, absolutely. Up, I, she called and she said, Mike, you're the last son of Krypton. I go, Mom, that doesn't mean anything to me. I love, I love you. I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> and then I say, I love you. And then I say, have a good day at work. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Mom, did you take your medication today? So that was like Jor-El's <laughs> intentions. Um, he he knew that Cal was going to be stronger. He knew that he was going to give him the, 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 the freedom of choice with his life if he mm-hmm. wanted to pursue his abilities and kind of, you know... Got it. Okay. Be, the, be, the, be the man that he was supposed to be. Okay. And I guess that's... But I guess my question would be, like, how does the Codex 
uh, being in Cal, like, how did that make him a better person? Because I understand, like, the yellow sun, because it's younger than the red sun, that, that explains why. Yeah, his, his physical and his, his attributes like, and everything. Physical his, abilities. His super does, abilities. Does the codex do anything that... Is it, like, is it something immediate? I, I don't, don't know, know if it's immediate. I think it's just like how the codex has the genetic sequence of every single kryptonian and he's you're able to have birthing chambers and like that were found on the scout ships but with them being embedded <clears throat> excuse me into cal um that choice was was taken away unless you know if someone were to extract that from his cells haha mm-hmm. um but that's that's not what the uh the intentions were um, so it's kind of like how he what like I called him before the last son of Krypton. He really is the last one, and and that's that's kind of what Jor-El knew what was going to be happening, and he hoped that it was just going to, uh, you know, further his endeavors as a person. With him kind of knowing uh, Cal, knowing that um, he has the Codex in his body, like he it it kind of it kind of forms it uh i don't what am i trying to say it kind of makes him feel no like he's <laughs> he's like about 10 minutes i'm sorry ago. i'm, I'm sorry i was kind of yeah i was cat. going off i was going off <laughs> but like like you said it's 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 the sun gives him his his physical abilities but i think when cal knows that he has the codex in him and knowing full well that he is the last surviving uh member of his race that it kind of makes him give him that choice to say okay I, sh- should i expose myself as this super being as this alien or should i just keep myself quiet and and keep it all to myself should i share the information or should i keep it kind of deal Mm -hmm. um and even though like when you do the research for the codex and there's not much you can find um as opposed to other things that you can research about krypton and they have like loads of information Mm -hmm. i feel like um like in future films we'll learn more about the codex like there's probably a lid on the situation like the in in future films they want to talk about it and maybe it's part of in my opinion maybe they're playing a longer game with it mm-hmm. and and maybe in the man of steel sequel we'll probably see um some more clarification clarification on the codex um but besides that it's still kind of a super vague area yeah um even though it's apparently supposedly supposed to be a large part of superman's uh mythology mm-hmm. uh, which is strange and it's it's mentioned quite often uh, later on in the yeah. film too it's so. like it's basically what general zod's after mm-hmm. the entire movie and it's a we have deal. like little to almost no information about it like if you're just watching this film there's like no information there's like no context given to what it is everyone just kind of refers to it as like uh, something that we're supposed to just like as an audience like oh we're just supposed to get it which is kind of a shame because any regular person who watches the movie is probably like i don't understand anything they're talking about and then they lose interest and, and then yeah. like and then they it goes into cow and then i guess you're just supposed to be like oh well that's what makes him superman but like i said i think later on they'll, they'll probably expand further on that topic hopefully um while jor-el's like basically i don't know if he's just getting the codex and cal at that point if you, in this minute yeah he's like bonding it that's what that's what, um, that's what i have written, written down he's we bonding see the the, codex to himself. the command key that we saw in like even from like the very first trailers of man of steel like we always saw clips of this little 
basically lead looking Superman symbol. Um, and it's called a, a command key. And I think specifically this one's called like the house of L command key. And it gets generated from the console while he's like basically downloading the codex into his son. And, um, from what I understood and doing some research on it, I'm guessing it's just like a, a USB type. Like it's like a universal. Um, Looks a lot like the map from Episode Seven. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, Where they the try map to Skywalker? Yeah, it looks, yeah. It looks just like it. Well, this film came first, so, so maybe they kind of shared ideas. I mean, what ideas didn't Force Awakens copy? Hey yo. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I guess this is like, I'm guessing when he was. Um, doing his little scientific work on the computer, um, he just basically made a key to access those files later. Yeah. And that's what gets generated. And he puts it into, I don't know where he puts the key, but he like puts it into like a little, like, like, like I said, it's, it's like a keyhole. It's like, it's a, like the, it's, it's, like, a, it's like, a, like a key start to an ex- like ignition, a, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, like he little, just puts it in the spaceship, little, little space command pod. key port. Yeah. Like just puts it in there, has a Superman symbol because why yeah. not push to start? Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's supposed to be like a universal key. So it's like, you can put it anywhere. And because it's made out of liquid geo, it could, um, manipulate the shape of it so that it'll fit into any like basic, kryptonian port so they don't all have to look the same um and that's how later on kal will be able to access everything that jor-el wanted him to learn when he grew up so kind of like the crystals in the previous superman movies and everything with all like the files of jor-el and such it's that kind of deal that that big that command key is a big thing that's that's definitely we'll see it later on in the film a lot I think, and I, I wrote down and It's uh, like a pretty comfortable blanket that Superman has laid on. Well, they, yeah, here we go. This is a thing. Usually, you know, Typically in the Superman stories, the blanket that he's wrapped in is his cape yeah. later on. Yeah. But That's not his cape. This is a really comfy blanket. Look at it. It looks so comfortable. Yeah. It looks like a, almost like corduroy. Yeah. Like a big corduroy. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. really does. Yeah. But I was watching the minute too, and I noticed that... Did you watched it too? Oh, I did. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I noticed that it wasn't red either. And uh, neither was the blue blanket that we saw in the last minute. Yeah. Like, so is that really supposed to be a, a huge part of Superman mythos or is that just... The blanket? Yeah. 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 Okay. I just wanted to... But I mean, it's... I don't Smallville? Feel, like, people will talk about it, but I don't feel like... Is it like a big deal? Obviously not. No. Not well, movie, <laughs> well, not in this movie, I'm, but I don't know for a Superman fan if is that an issue. No, because I think uh, it's a different continuity. Yeah, it's a, it's a different continuity, and when he's later on in the film that we see when he actually obtains the suit, it's kind of uh, skin tight. It's it's the skin suit, but like if they don't really explain it, we'll actually get into that. But um, later on, they show Zod in the same kind of skin suit, and he already has a cape on it. So it's kind of assumed that their normal wear just has a cape. Well, mm-hmm. he has a cape later on in these minutes that we watch. But yeah, but that's when he's that's on, like general kind of when thing. When he's on Earth, I don't think he has a cape. There's one part, and it's uh, later on. There's there's that dream sequence that he goes through, and they're both standing there, and Zod has his skin tight uniform on with the symbol, and he's got a cape on it, and Cal has the same one. Does it make sense for that 
uh, for Superman to use his blanket as a cape? Does that make any sense? What do you mean? Like, maybe it's a super blanket. Does a cape make any sense? Is that what you're trying well, to say? Well, it's like if you're if you had to tell someone like, oh yeah, that cape um, is actually what the blanket he was wrapped in when he was a baby before he left Krypton. But it's like super who durable. Does that? Yeah, it's who, like it's like a but you know it's equivalent to like Batman's cape that it protects him from everything. I mean, his cape is super durable, except when, you know, he well, applies well I understand Batman to having it. a cape because he doesn't fly, but he can like glide down. Yeah, and not like when he you know he use he calls it like like base jumping or yeah you know, yeah stuff absolutely like that, that makes absolutely. sense. But I I just trying to understand like why would. Why would that be a thing? Like someone who's oh, there's a blanket I wrapped in. Let me put it on my superhero suit. I don't as know, man. It's cute. You always imagine superheroes with a, with a, with well, a cape I, on. I was like someone trying to come up with an excuse of why they have capes. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it was, you, uh, you, you got was, security problems and you need your blanket with you. That okay, was the cool. blanket I yep. was wrapped in. Hey, nice cape. Yeah, my mom gave it to me. It was a blanket that I was wrapped in as a baby. Oh, <laughs> this date's <Nerd>. over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, besides that, um, the only notes I had written down were, um, Jor-El's awkward baby petting. Yeah. Things. The the way he grasps yeah. the He hand. just kind of like puts his hand on But him, like he does like this. A little yeah. Boom. It's like claw. Just a fingertip. Maybe he doesn't understand how to touch babies. Maybe not. Maybe he's just like, I got this. He looks really, I mean, he does look uncomfortable. But like you've seen him hold the, the growth codex. That's a, that's a skull. He grasps that thing. Like, you know. That's nah, different. It's a skull. <laughs> it's not a real baby. Grab his child by the head and pick yeah, him up. He's gonna treat his baby like a skull. Yeah, and start reciting Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There's it's profound. Now I get See, it. See, Jor El, not Jor El. Yeah, Jor El used to be in the uh, a troupe, a drama troupe. Oh, maybe Krypton. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe Russell so Crowe already... doesn't know how to handle how to touch babies. A, touch a newborn baby. You think yeah. Knows, yeah. Am I supposed to touch this baby. kid? You think that penis with a prosthetic? Um, I think that's I a mean, real that's, penis. That's that's an erect penis. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a pause right on it. Too. I do have a pause right on it right now. And that's, it's, uh, I mean, I, I didn't... haven't seen many baby penises. Mm. Mm, I don't want a kid. Right. <laughs> At least a boy. That's just awkward. Let's just move this uh, scrubbing One bar more, back. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Oh, hey, now this is when he could touch a touch a skull. Oh, no, not he yet. Do that. They were like, all no. right, well, Russell, we need you to uh, just, just pet. The, the baby just for touch, a couple just seconds. Russell, just Russell, just touch the baby. Embrace the child. I'm touching the baby. <laughs> yeah. Just touch the baby, Russell. Just. I'll, I'll use my. I'll touch it with my fingertips, but that's it. That's it. That's all you're getting. Yeah. That's a, that. That was the last note I actually had. It was the awkward baby. Thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I don't know. Part of me wants to think that that's probably Zack Snyder trying to be like a little too. Um artsy fartsy with the whole like yeah. what, with the like, baby touching yeah like oh you want to pet think him so i think it was just bad it wasn't like nobody even thought about it it was just like i'm gonna touch this baby and then he touched it wrong he yeah. touched the baby <laughs> wrong and then uh that was the end of it uh, he was like i'm sorry i fucked up and like all right well that's our only take we're just Move gonna on. use it well, we only got this kid for two hours yeah He's gotta... we don't have enough money to get a second take with us you can't touch this baby more than once we only pay for one baby touching that's warner brothers for you Touch a baby once. <laughs> Touch a baby twice. Call the cops. <laughs> we were also talking about earlier. WWB. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the previous minute, like, 
that kid is gonna grow up, and his mom is definitely oh, gonna tell. Yeah. And like now, his baby penis is all over this movie. So like, and this he, kid is gonna have oh, the man. worst <laughs> middle school career of his entire life. Uh, of everything. Yeah, but he was super only a penis. baby yeah. as a series. Like, hey, he's not gonna I, grow up to like we were talking about. It. Like, imagine he's going get on Tinder when he's you know 14, 15, maybe even sixteen years old. And, yeah, and then he's gonna have a picture of that his baby penis scene. He and girls be like, "Why do you have this on your Tinder profile?" Uh, I was like, "Well, I'm I have Superman's penis." Well, I was Superman as a baby. Who would not want to have sex with Superman? Superman Rule Thirty Four. Boom. And that picture's on there. It's mm. very inappropriate because it's a child, <laughs> though, Mark. <laughs> Hey, fucking hey, you, disgusting you, pedophile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You took a turn for the worst. Why don't you take a seat? <laughs> you put it on Tinder, so... That it ain't my Tinder. It's a baby Tinder. Babytinder.com. That's all I got for this minute. They they do have a baby Tinder kind of thing. No, not how you talk to me anymore. Listen, Wait, hold on. It's you, put, you put baby names in oh, it and you swipe it. And you swipe, it. you go, no, yeah. that's a dumb name. And then you get the Squanda and you're like, mm, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna Wait, need people that one. find each other with baby names? No, I think it's like if you know you and your spouse were having a baby, that's you so both dumb. put in the names and like only you two can see the ones that you're swiping in. The band you two? The like Bono. Bono's like, like, oh, no, no, no. Not, I don't know how to do a Bono accent. we'll just but. do any... Just, uh... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, so I mean, Bono is is probably going to decide... Yeah, he's... Uh, that's a... Whew, right, that's sorry, a lot of pressure. off topic. Uh, babies, they just get to you. Yeah. I just have so many questions now about that. Like, who makes that? Baby penis prosthetics? Who makes no, what? No, no, no. The, the oh, app. Tenders? I oh. meant the baby name app. Baby, like, I don't know. On, that. I don't believe you. That's real. I swear to God. Wow. <laughs> wow. You learned Xcode to do this? Yeah. Silly. Um, The minute does end with one quote that I thought was pretty cool. He says... Goodbye. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You've Love got it. mail. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, it says, our hopes and dreams travel with you. And that's how the minute ends. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that's pretty much the last thing that they'll say to kal before they ship him off. Ship for him delivery. off to yep. boarding school on Earth. Signed, sealed, Basically. and delivered. <laughs> uh, your package is now in transit. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for this minute. Do you guys have anything else? No. No, I think that's it. All right. Um, cool. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this minute. If you love what you hear, don't forget to rate, subscribe, do all that jazz. You can follow us on all social media at DCEU Minute. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and check us out. We're going to go ahead and wrap up here, and we'll catch you guys on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.